Scallon. <clears throat> All right, so there's a difference between the way that the United States treats art as far as acting goes and the way that the UK treats art. In the UK, it's the theater capital, as you told me, and um, here in the United States, we're more of, I think we're more like the fame capital. We're yeah, entertainment. Like entertainment, celebrities. Influencers, whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, is everything here. And, and so once we come to the technical parts of things, the professional parts of things, a lot of actors in the UK perform really well here and get a lot of jobs here and, and just really excel here because they take it back down to the root craft of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I would like to, uh, as we started, uh, what I'd like to ask is, where does, where does craftsmanship, uh, where, does, where, does that, where does that sit with you? What is the value of craftsmanship to you? The value of craftsmanship, I believe that in anything that you do in life, whether that's be an actor, a rapper, a lawyer, a doctor, you need to be the, you need the best that you can be. The best that you, can be. You, need, you need to become a master at it. Mm-hmm. And as far as acting goes, I believe that's just, I've asked this question so many times, how does one become a better actor? Mm-hmm. And all my teachers universally have the same answer, which is you just got to go out there and do it. Mm-hmm. And it's easier said than done because, you know, auditioning can be, um, auditioning for projects that, that come sparingly, depending on what your, what casting website you're on. Right. And, um, and... There's just carry on. No, you're good. <clears throat> There's just different ways how you can just act consistently, so you can always be training and flexing that muscle. Like my acting teacher said, if you're acting, your craft is like your baby. If you're not feeding your baby, your baby's gonna die. That's that's one analogy for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've heard people use that reference of the baby when it comes to businesses. Your business mm-hmm. is your business is in its infantory stages or infancy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I hear that a lot with startup businesses because it's true. It takes a lot of attention in the beginning. It takes up a lot of space. It does. Um, you know, for those who enter this industry and have like a relationship that's with someone who's not in the industry, a common um, thing you'll hear is. This industry takes up a lot of space. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of jobs you can clock in and clock out of. But with acting, you almost have a feeling that you're never doing enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so a lot of times I do feel that way. And I've always, like I said, I always ask my teachers, "What can I should, should I be doing more? Should I be doing more?" And they all say the same thing: just become the best actor that you can be. And focus on the craft. Don't focus on anything else. Even submitting for auditions, definitely do that because you're going to be working on your craft if you do get an audition back. They say do monologues, memorize sonnets, read plays, read scripts. You know, there's different ways how you can work on your acting every day. But they, even they said don't work on it every day. You're going to burn yourself out. But uh, but yeah. as far as going back to your original question of craftsmanship, craftsmanship is very very important and. While we all know there's a business side to acting, right? Mm-hmm. At, least, at least the acting industry, you still need to focus on becoming the best actor that you could be, and, being, and becoming a master at your craft and knowing your process and everything. Because at the end of the day, that's going to help you book the job as well. Yes, let's talk about the job. What what is an actor's job? Um, tell stories and be truthful. 
I, was, I couldn't say it any better myself. That's what Zach was going to say. Uh, when you're an actor, because that's another thing here in the States, when people hear the word actor, they think of fame and things like that. Yeah. But they never think about what the job title entails or what it actually means. To be an actor, you're trying to tell a story in the most believable manner it could be told, the most honest manner. Imagine someone telling a story of your life, uh, whoever's listening to this, Imagine someone telling a story of your life. You pass away, and if somebody has to play you and honor your story, imagine how many things, how many little nuances you do, how many mannerisms you have, how many times you're stuck in your own head, how many times that you break eye contact, how long you hold eye contact, how much you, you fiddle with your fingers, how you sit, how you talk, where does your voice sit, where does your energy sit? All those things the actor has to have in consideration when they play you. A good actor, a good actor will, you know, wear the wardrobe and go about it. And uh, a good actor will master, you know, master your walk. Mm-hmm. An amazing actor will master your breathing. And you got to think about that when it comes to this job, town, this field. That it's not about making up. It's not about makeup. It's about stripping down. And I think a lot of people need to know that before they get into acting. I, I know a lot of people get hung up on like the, the, the beauty aspect of it or... The fame. The fame, <clears throat> right. The, the glamour of it. Though it's not about, make, it's not about makeup, it's about stripping down, uh, showing the raw uh, parts of yourself because that's what, cause we all have those moments in real life. We're replicating life. Um, I had a friend who often says this. He says... He's, he's, he's quite religious, and what he says is, this is the closest we get to our creator because we're creating something that never existed prior to us. And so when you write a script, you're doing exactly, if we're made in, some, if we're made in you know, God's image or, or, or we're made in a certain light, we're recreating. And if you think about the field of acting or entertainment or film as a whole, we're recreating life. And by doing so, or giving you insight to a world you've never seen before. Um, and it, it's, it's quite a job to have on, have on your shoulders. But we also have to keep in mind that then there's other element of it, the business element. Yeah. <laughs> what sells. And so if you ask me, the UK and United States, that's where the differing, the, the, the differing point would, would fall is that UK is about the craft, and the United States is about the business aspect. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. But I know that LA, ever since moving to LA, you know how in a previous episode I talked about how an organism will stay juvenile if it's not putting stressful situations enough? I feel like that ever since I moved here, my acting has gotten a lot better Okay. since, since being in Chicago. And that's nothing against my teachers or anything like that, but just being here, and training with really great teachers so far, like who I've trained with and everything, and just just because there's so many teachers in LA, mm. you know, everyone says take classes with certain types of people or these like with these people, but there's also some hole, hole in the wall places that that you never hear about until yeah. someone tells you about them. Then you go there and they realize that this teacher's fantastic. Why don't more people know about this teacher? Yada yada yada. Right and. There's a lot of that here, but, but there's also a lot of teachers who aren't very good. Yeah, there's always, always going to be those hidden gems. And, yeah. And so as far as training goes, finding a hidden gem is, is it can be a match making heaven. But 
and in, in the same breath, because there is a business aspect to this industry, if you don't have credits quite yet, the name of um, bigger teachers, bigger coaches, uh, can give you some credibility. For sure. So it, it's, it's between those two. Um, so a lot of people advise that you go to the coach for credibility just to uh, see what it's about, see if you like it, see if it's a good fit there. Also, so you can add it uh, to your resume, and and really don't just add things to your resume. Add it because you've really experienced it, and then from there you can go out and try to find those hidden gems that suit you best. Um, keep in mind they're just gems, you know. Whether you go to Planet Fitness or you go to Equinox um, or any Time Fitness or LA Fitness doesn't matter. What really matters most is how many reps you're doing, how consistent you are with doing those. Um, are you optimizing your, your, your workouts for your body and your goals that you're trying to achieve? What's your nutrition outside of that? That's what matters most. And then it's performance day. You know, It's the mm-hmm. day where you're about to run the race or the day you're about to do this or that or the day you have the big audition. Um, So there's a lot of ways you can go about in this film industry, and it's really just, it's up to you to choose. You got started in film, uh, you, you got the acting bug in 2013. Mm-hmm. In 2014, you decided you're going to do this uh, for a living. May I ask, what, between 2014 and 20, you moved here 2022 or 2021? 2021. 2021, end of 2021. Okay. Okay, end of 2020, uh, November 2021? Yep. Wow, okay, great. And what have you learned from 2021 till now that you didn't learn for the first six years? I would say that there was a lot of business stuff that I was unaware of mm-hmm. when it comes to the acting industry mm-hmm. until you actually move here and and actually talk to other actors who've been here for a long time and they tell you about the mistakes that they've made right? and everything. And I, the biggest one that I heard was that this, this actress that I know was writing this movie and she was co-writing it with someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, the co-writer, since the main script was on his computer, he went behind her back and sold the project to someone else. And she had to go to court to... I don't know if she went to court. I can't remember how the story went exactly how she was able to fight that. Right. But that but she says she always told me like, Josh, keep a copy of the script on, on all times on your computer. Mm-hmm. On all times. Just so you ha- if you're co writing with someone, right. just so you can have a copy, that person has a copy, they can't take that copy and try to go pass it off as their own and sell it. She trusted this person hundred percent. But this person went behind her back and tried to sell the project. And she also told me that uh, she's been a part of projects that she did her very, very best. She did her best work, and they never got finished. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I remember yesterday's episode. I was talking about how it's part of a project didn't finish. I didn't think I thought that was just the because that city they didn't. I felt like they didn't take it seriously enough. But no, that happens a lot more than you think. And I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. And she, she did. This actress put me on game like so much. She said, "Josh, focus on TV." 
She says, TV is where the money is and where you're going to be. Cinema is like, if you focus on feature films, it's probably never going to get finished, especially in the indie world. So she said, focus on TV. She says, TV, TV, TV. Try to get booked for TV. And if you get, if you get booked for feature films, that's awesome. But she says, focus on TV, streaming, whatever. And that was just something I didn't know. You know, as an actor, you think, oh, I want to be like Denzel Washington. I want to be in feature films and all that stuff. But she, she said no. And a lot of people actually backed up what she said, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's great insight. You know, I've heard something similar for writers, for sure. We're going to go back around to this. For sure. Black Hollywood. 